Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Inner Game Podcast. This is episode five with no one other than my best friend. You're like, who is this? <laughs> Why are you in my house? <laughs> my best friend, Katie Horton, also known as the Feeling Katie Podcast. Go listen to hers on Spotify and soon to be Apple Music. Apple Podcasts. We're gonna I'm gonna help you figure that out. But as I help you, you help me. We're gonna <laughs> try <laughs> weird yeah I know. every day i think about that i'm like what yeah that is weird because it feels like i've known you for a lot longer but many many past lives she is everything that i am and more she understands my soul we are from definitely different planets away literally and i'm a starseed bitch i'm a starseed <laughs> bitch only few will understand that yeah but um, yeah, she understands my mind and how it works, and we have just become so close in a matter of a year, but honestly, like, a couple months. I feel like I've known you for too long now. Oh, right. Anyways, you are here. I gotta, you are here, and let's give a little backstory on why you were here. Why are you in Florida? Why'd you leave Florida? Oh, Who okay. are you, Katie Horton? And how did you come into this seat that you're sitting in? Oh right my now? gosh, that's so many questions to answer right now. Okay, so we'll start off. So, I'm first of all here because, like Alana said, over a year ago, I moved to Naples, Florida in like February of 2022. And I moved here because I was like always wanting to get down to Florida. Um, I knew I wanted to just find a little cute town, aka Naples, Florida, and I had a remote job, and that's when I had my whole, like, spiritual awakening, and then I met good old Alana over here. Little old me. <laughs> little old me. Yeah, and um, I guess how I'm here is just, yeah, like, we met, and then we started hanging out and becoming besties, and then... Um, over the course of the year, learned a lot, grew a lot, um, healed a lot, cried a lot, <laughs> cried a and lot. yeah, um, Alana and I went through a catastrophic hurricane together, which kind of took a toll on my mental well-being, as as all of us living yeah. here did. And then I knew I wanted to move away, but I didn't really know where or um, why or what. I just intuitively felt like I needed to, and so. I moved to Montana, which is where I currently live, um, and I am on vacation in Florida right now because I wanted to come back to see my homie here. Because why not? And why not? I work really, so, you know. Um, and so I'm just here because I'm visiting, but um, I guess where I'm at in life is like, you know, at the same time, like you said, I have my own podcast. I'm working remotely. I am just figuring out myself and my life and my purpose. And um, yeah, I guess that's how I ended up in this seat right here. Two months too long. <laughs> two months too long. I've only been gone two months. I had to get back to Florida for two weeks. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's, it's been a little too long. Even though we talk every day, but I'm so glad you're here. 
and so glad that you are officially my first in-person <laughs> guest. Not I even feel like not even like a Zoom call yeah. or anything. It's just in person, which is cool. This is our first time filming. And look at this beautiful setup she has. If you're Visuals, watching on video, um, yes, divine. A lot of greenery, um, a lot of plants. Much better than mine. <laughs> I was given um, this plant by a great friend. Shout out Gabby from Antigua. This girl's mine. I that gave Alana all my plants. Yeah, I take care of her plants. I don't call them mine. They're still Katie's. Yeah. But <clears throat> so let's jump right into it. Obviously, um, this podcast is called the Inner Game Podcast because it talks. We talk about everything inner. Everything that everyone deals with inside of them, mm-hmm. um, with their spirituality, emotions, brain, psychology, and um, health, because that's in her too. So, I guess my first question for I you. I want to chime in really fast. Okay. Sorry. Already interrupting. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's what I do every day, guys. Um, <laughs> I, just to reference, like the game aspect of the name, I feel like for people also that are confused, I feel like how I see it is like life is a game, right? And so we all are living in this like 3D reality and just trying to figure out our lives internally and externally. And so I feel like when I heard that name, the inner game, it's like, you know, you're trying to help guide others and yourself get through this little game of life. And with that comes, like, what you said, the psychology, the mental uh, fucking hula hoops. What am am I saying? The mental gymnastics. Yeah. (laughs) Mental gymnastics. gymnastics. And um, just, like, yeah, life's a game. And so I feel like when I hear that name, when you came out with that, I was like, it's perfect because we're all trying to figure it out. And everyone has their own different game they're living in and playing. So. Yes. And that is a great description of it um leads me to my first question how do you navigate your inner game oh it's a broad one but just whatever comes up yeah with any aspect how do you navigate well i feel like you and i both have talked about this a lot it's been a theme the past week is surrendering to not only the universe but i always feel it comes back to surrendering to the self and so i guess how i navigate my inner game in this game of life is trying as much as I can every day to surrender and to let go. And I say trying because even though I I say that, it's not actually trying. In fact, it should be like so much more effortless than we make it out to be because we're always forcing and controlling in our lives to like call in our desired reality mm-hmm. and like just be a better human being on this earth. We have to remember that you know, so long as we try to control everything on our own, it's going to make it a lot harder for us to exist in this life on planet Earth. And so I guess for me, I'm like, okay, I have my angels, I have my guides, I have my friends, I have people around me who are here with me. And um, along with surrendering is, you know, remaining present every day, reminding myself that, (sighs) take a deep breath and remember that, like, as long as I'm continuously focusing on the future or on the past, I'm never going to get anywhere. I'm never going to be happy with my life. Like no one is. And we always fixate on that as people, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like for me, it's always how can I remain present and grateful for the life that I have right now? Um, Because I heard a quote actually recently. It was like, um, fear and stress is just our mind fixating on any moment other than the present moment, which I think it was worded differently, but it's so true. It's like if we're constantly fixated on other things aside from what's happening right now, like us sitting and recording this podcast, we're just going to be living in stress and this game of life is going to be harder and harder. So 
I think. That yeah. Was perfect. That was beautifully said. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I was going to say one other thing and I forget. I mean, like we always say, you know, healing, that's another thing. I mean, um, that's a more, that, that takes more effort. But I think for me, how I navigate this like inner game is how can I every day wake up and heal myself a little bit more or be more conscious of my thoughts of, um, the cycles I've been running over my entire life and how can I like break those and step into a higher version of me, raise my vibration, um, and just be like a better overall human being and just live through love. I guess that's essentially also it. Like love and light is my favorite quote in the world. I feel like that's my motto for life. What you embody. Love and light. <laughs> love and light, baby. There's so. no way other way to live, honestly. Because why would you want to stress? Yeah. Yeah, That that's... I love that because I, I think I live by that too, but um, you help me stay grounded in those practices and mm. that reminderment, um, like you said, surrenderment, surrender yeah. has been a big theme. I think another thing too I will say that I've realized, and it wasn't until I met you, is that finding people in your life who balance out qualities that you don't um, strive for in as much will also help like for me you know i'm i tend to be one who takes more like control and wants to kind of like you know speed things along i'm pretty impatient alana over here you're like a very in flow chill like you embody surrender flow state like effortlessly it's just how you are for me i'm not i can't naturally do that but i need friend like you to help like be that for me so I can step more into that and then I'm kind of like that friend for you that shows you how to step more into like inspired action and take more action yeah Yeah, because I feel like you're more naturally (laughs) in your feminine I try to fix I tend to accidentally fall more into masculine energy just like how we operate so it's like finding people in your life too that can balance those qualities out in you also is like key right to thriving your underdeveloped (laughs) qualities yeah um yeah I think that's why friendships are so important bottom line but yeah at the end of the day it's not that serious like it just it's not live, that deep it's not that deep <laughs> just live presently yeah um which is also a big motto that i've been trying to live by too yeah and yes as much as flow energy i have and i tend to surrender it is still hard for me too so like it, it i think everyone struggles with that because yeah. it's just with our society and like day and age yeah. and instant gratification you're never present anymore yeah unless you really take the time to get present yeah but well another thing too i feel like we were literally talking about this yesterday is like um matthias de stefano he stefano whatever um he said the other day he was like i hate spirituality and it's funny because like me and alana here are so so spiritual but at the same time i love what he said about that because it's like one thing to help people navigate this like inner game of life is genuinely remembering that like life is simply not that deep it's not that serious like Mm -hmm. we try to make things so serious i'm guilty of that we all are because it's like everyone has their own struggles and um problems in life and we have like families and kids and all these things but if you always remind yourself like it's really not that serious life is so much more like effortless and it was funny to hear it from him because backstory on him he's just like one of the most spiritual humans that i have come across so far i don't know him personally he is just um he uh, remembers all of his past lives so he someone we found through social media influencer i don't know if he's an author but public speaker Mm -hmm. healer 
just someone with like the biggest mission in this life but at the yes. same time with that mission he's like i just want to have fun and play and that's truly like and that's when i was talking to ella the other day she said like um always bring it back to play and having fun because life is supposed to be that we're in a physical meat suit because we came here to like run around like little children exactly. in the dirt like move your body use it yeah feel the senses like and you can do that mm-hmm. through being present but okay and what i kind of want to start to move towards is um i guess with healing and everything that that brings it kind of brings up a lot within us Mm -hmm. Um, when you start to kind of become more conscious and aware of your behavioral patterns and why you do the same things you do um, and what holds you back and and your limiting beliefs. But um, I want to ask you, Katie, what do you think people, why do you think people hold themselves back? Oof. Um, Fear is the first download I just got right there. I mean, fear is the biggest one. And I think a lot of that fear is subconscious because mm. a lot of people would consciously say, I'm not scared. Of course, I want to, you know, own my own business. Of course, I want to like travel the world. What do you mean I'm scared? It's all a subconscious thing, though. And this is something you and I both preach about. And like why we're so into healing is because we know that our subconscious minds literally run our life. And so inevitably, our subconscious mind holds a lot of fear, a lot of doubt, because in our childhood, we pick up that from our parents and from the people that raised us and taught us that we weren't worthy, that we weren't enough, that we weren't pretty enough, whatever it may be. And so when we go on to become an adult and we grow up and we go throughout life and we face challenges or we face, you know, those times where we do want to build a business or step into some sort of new career or be whatever we want to be, our subconscious mind is like, oh, no, 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 that's not safe. That's scary. We can't do that. And so we'll find any reason, our subconscious mind will find any reason to make sure that we don't do that or step into our dreams. And like you and I talked about, you know, you struggle with like self-doubt. For me, it's been um, seeking validation or seeking um, external approval because, you know, deep down I don't feel uh, worthy or I don't feel like um, I was given the love that I so craved when I was younger. And so I feel like fear is just like the overwhelming ruling cause of what holds everyone back in life and I feel like for me it's been awareness like I said that has helped me to realize that um, the more I'm aware of that fear the more the fear is going to slowly go down and I'm going to be able to overcome it and be aware of those things that like I said in your childhood um, may have happened to you you know trying to recall all the things that um I was taught by my parents or by like classmates, by my brothers, realizing that all those beliefs that I was told, and that's another thing too, is I think what holds people back is limiting beliefs, which mm-hmm. something that you and I are passionate about and I'm very passionate about is like, we have a lot of limiting beliefs. Everyone has a lot of limiting beliefs, but it's about really consciously choosing to realize that none of those beliefs are yours. Like none of the beliefs that we chose to believe our entire life were ours. They were taught by our parents. They were taught by... Um, teachers especially my brothers people out of fear yes people out of fear and that's the other thing it's like if you want to have some sort of vision for your life or like so much abundance like we want it took us realizing well maybe we should change our beliefs because the ones we were told they were taught by people that 
aren't in the place we want to be in. Living out of fear, they were projected onto us from places of people that yeah. they were coming from unhappiness. Yeah. Just not living in their truth or fulfilled state. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think on um, with fear, what your answer to my question was, what is what holds people back the most? Fear. And it's funny because fear is actually just love. My question, what do you think holds people back the most? You answered fear. And what I've been learning recently, because I think fear and doubt go hand in hand. Yeah. And self-doubt is something that yeah. is constantly... Um, blocking it's deep in my subconscious that's yeah <clears throat> blocking my actions and what i want to do stepping forward but i learned the other day that fear is just misguided self-love mm-hmm. so yeah it's the biggest thing that holds you back but it's like it's still coming from a place of love and once you kind of like tweak that perspective and realize that it's still your mind and body trying to protect you and love you you don't have to become aggravated because I think at a certain point in your self-awareness there becomes this stage of like really aggravated with everything that's holding you back because you come become a little too Mm self-aware then you're like okay how do I how do I deal with this how do I handle this and in the best way possible and I know I was coming at it from a place of aggravation yeah I know I'm in a fearful state but I want to get past that and nothing I did could put me past that until I learned that fear is just misguided self-love. Yeah. So it's still my body trying to protect me. Yeah. Um, which is so cool at the yeah. end of the day because it's like yeah. still, they're still trying to help push you forward in life. Yeah. But what the subconscious doesn't realize is that it's actually holding you back from growth. Yeah. It's just scared because at a young age, something might have happened where it said growth is not safe. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing with the ego is the ego, like, essentially the ego wants to keep us safe and it has a good intention of like, from the moment that we're born to the moment we die, the ego is like, how can I keep my human vessel as safe as possible? Mm. And so with that, any sort of um, person that comes at us, at us with judgment or with um, a negative rude comment, our ego says like, nope, not safe because it's trying to protect the self. Yeah. And so it's about realizing that, you know, our ego is here for a good reason and our subconscious mind basically the same thing but how can we turn that around and cross those barriers because you know we need to realize that even though the ego is trying to keep us safe safety isn't isn't the goal in life the goal is to be happy so yeah, um sometimes that takes yeah and that takes breaking the barrier of fear and of the comfort zone which i'm super big on we're big on is like leaving the comfort zone that's a big one and that's just going back that's the game and that's going back to what what we always say like or what you just asked me uh what holds people back the most and fear is like the overarching what like encompassing problem but um something that we are super passionate about is breaking out of the comfort zone like when i moved to montana extremely uncomfortable and like cried many times like terrifying but i knew that by leaving that comfort zone growth would occur and like mm-hmm. healing would occur and inevitably it's inevitable yeah it's yeah. inevitable and it did and that's the thing is so many people are scared to cross that threshold because they think something bad is going to happen because their ego is telling them if you go out of the comfort zone like nope you're gonna die essentially that's what the ego it, thinks it yeah. just thinks we're gonna it's die a fight or flight response exactly so, and so yeah. I wish I think more people just need to realize that 
if you just train your mind to realize you're gonna be fine you just have to break through like moving out of your city or doing something that genuinely scares you um obviously not like jumping off a bridge but you know yeah maybe <laughs> not that jump i'll jump yeah <laughs> friend if a friend jumps i'll jump yeah. if alana jumps i'll jump but um jump. yeah but if it's like if it's like stuff that you actually you know realize could benefit you in life it's like go after it chase it chase those things because and comfort is the door it and is the door. That door there will always be a lesson or an achievement or something yeah, yeah. but it will be something yeah if you don't go through that door you'll just be stuck yeah if you stay in the comfort zone your whole life you're never gonna grow you're never going to um make anything of yourself because you're staying in the same place and that's essentially what leaving the comfort zone is is growth like you literally can't grow without leaving and that even means physically like you have to get up and move your body to go somewhere so it's like <laughs> same yeah. thing goes with your mind like get outside the mind and challenge yourself and um that's the game of life is like honestly it's the same way in a game it's like um if you're playing a game you know which way you're gonna go like think outside of the box yeah like, think outside the box. it's like literally juices flowing yeah 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 well okay i want to transition into mm-hmm. asking about you and your shadow and your relationship to it i think everyone has <clears throat> A shadow a little yeah. dark corner of themselves that they don't really like to um, acknowledge because it's yeah. scary it's maybe things we hate about ourselves mm-hmm. or projected fear-based beliefs from yeah. other people um, but it's the darker parts and I want to ask what your relationship to yeah. your shadow is <clears throat> Ooh. Well, I'm hearing love, first of all. Like, I've learned to show love to my shadow because for so long, especially when you learn about the shadow, for me, I was like, oh, God, now I have all these dark things about say, me. That, that shows your growth. Yeah. Your answer is love. <laughs> yeah, because I knew you a couple months ago, all right? <laughs> this girl did not leave her house. <laughs> Nor yeah. did I, but I was at her house. <laughs> so at least I left mine. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't leave yours. Yep, yep dark times but um, <laughs> yeah no I feel like when I first when you first learned about the shadow especially me I was like oh my god there's all these things I want to heal within myself these are all bad I have to get rid of them like I need to just get rid of them immediately and like that's it and then I'll be good cleared healed forever that's not the case mm. one two I feel like for me my relationship now is and I, when I think of my shadow, I think of also just my, honestly, my younger self. Like my inner child is my shadow because our shadow is essentially like all those face, all those parts of ourselves that we don't want to face, which of course, of course occurred in our childhood. And so I feel like I always just try to sit with my inner child, um, younger Katie, talk to her, ask her what she needs. Like I'll visualize myself playing with her. Um, the other day she wanted to watch Little Mermaid. So that's what we did together. Katie's never seen Disney princess movies. Okay? I had brothers. All right, so, fair. You had brothers. I had sisters. But still, like, that is the pure... I'm so glad I know. your inner child told you to watch really sad, but, Mermaid. But, um, yeah. So what I'll say is that currently in this current moment, my relationship to my shadow is... Hey, guys. Sorry for the quick interruption, but I just wanted to come on here quickly and say if you've been enjoying this episode, I'd so appreciate if you leave a five-star rating either in Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you're listening to. Um, It really would help me out and the podcast. So, yeah, let's get back to it. Thank you. Relationship to the shadow. Oh, yeah. So I feel like for a while, also, I 
um, beat myself up anytime my shadow would appear, which a lot of people do. Because I think, um, like I said, something I'm super, super aware of is the idea of awareness, <laughs> what I just said. So being aware of when my shadow pops up, when my triggers pop up, or when anything any form of judgment that I have within myself towards someone else or myself, I'm super aware of it. And so um, I think for a while I would get angry with myself when that would happen. I'd say, Katie, why, why do you feel this way? Why are you getting angry? What's going on? And that's the worst thing that we can do when our shadow pops up. And so many people don't think that we, we try to beat ourselves up. We think that that's going to be the solution. Um, and it's really not, it's really coming back to love. And so anytime that, especially lately, like I do sense a trigger. I just am always asking myself, Katie, what do you need? What do you need right now? Um, what are you feeling? I'll drop into my body and I'll really sit with myself and see like what is going on because I know that through that awareness and through that love, that's how we're truly going to heal because essentially our shadow is our inner child, like I said, and our inner child just needs the love that we didn't get when we were younger or that we craved more of when we were younger. And so Love is always the answer. I was say, you just almost answered my next question I was going to ask, you, which is, um, what is your advice for people who are having a hard time um, loving the darker parts of themselves? Mm. Having a hard time loving the darker parts of themselves. I would say um, that's a tough one because, you know, I know in the beginning it can be really hard. Like I said, I, I am very... I, I can sit here and say I really beat myself up in the beginning and I was really frustrated my whole life with um, who I was subconsciously, but then I became, when I got down the spiritual path and became aware of all of these cycles I was running, I guess another piece of advice I would say for someone who is struggling to love themselves is reminding yourself that these triggers, these wounds, these subconscious patterns these um, things you don't like about yourself, it's not because you yourself don't actually like them. It's because you were taught that um, they weren't acceptable or maybe you didn't receive, like I said, the love that you crave when you were younger. Um, it really is always, there's always a reason why you feel a certain way and it's not coming from you. Again, what we talked about in the beginning is you were programmed from the time you were born until right now who you are today. And so remind yourself that you know, you can heal yourself and you can change the way you view yourself. And so if you have a lot of hatred for who you are or insecurities, which I struggled with my whole life, like um, really, really struggled to love who I was. And I still do sometimes. But um, I think, yeah, I think it's just reminding yourself, like have awareness over those feelings. Anytime something pops up and I always say this, I said this in a video earlier, like um, if you ever have a judgment about yourself or anyone else, really sit with that and be aware and ask yourself, why do I feel that way? Because nine times out of 10, sorry, 10 times out of 10, if we're judging someone, we're judging ourselves, And there's something within ourself that we are not proud of or happy with. And so everyone's a mirror. Everyone is a mirror. Exactly. Yep. You yeah. Can learn so much just from the people around you because yeah. everyone is literally a reflection of yourself. What you desire in someone you desire within yourself. Yeah. What you judge in someone you judge within yourself. Yeah. And another thing I would say, too, and this is if you're getting a little more esoteric here, which like we I, always do. We always do. <laughs> Somehow but, always goes there. Yeah, this can definitely help a lot of people is what I would say is like reminding yourself. I remind myself is, you know, at the end of the day, we are souls in a physical body right now. We did not. This body isn't us. We are currently living through the expression of me, Katie, you, Alana. And this is our temporary little character avatar that we are living in right now and so 
if we're not going to love ourselves the same way we choose to love our friends, our family and the people around us, like what's the point? Because this isn't actually us. Our self is our soul at the end of the day. And so choose to love the avatar that you're in on this life because it's what you chose. Your soul chose to live through the expression of, for me, Katie, like I chose to come through and say, I want to be Katie and live in this family and experience this life through her lens, through her personality, her DNA, her um, ancestral line. And so it's so funny that we all come in with all these insecurities and hate ourselves, like especially women growing up, like literally hate ourselves. I despise who I was. I thought I was like the ugliest, worst, like the teenage stage of being a girl. Yeah, it's such a struggle. Treacherous awful things it's terrible and it's like obviously like we can contribute that to uh, or attribute that to all the kids in school and other girls and like we live in a world of social media so it's so easy to get caught up in self-hate and like go down the spiral of just insecurities and hating yourself but just remind yourself like you are fucking divine yes unique you are unique yeah that that in itself and you know be yourself essentially and use your full expression use the full expression of your likes and dislikes not dislikes what am i saying just like who you truly are and what you genuinely enjoy that is another thing i will say um i feel like there's many points i could say about how to love yourself but um uniqueness is a superpower yeah and embracing that and embracing you you. yeah yeah i feel like as we grow out of you know high school middle school high school leaving hometown you don't even have to leave your hometown you can have these realizations in your childhood bedroom but stepping out of all of it um really you start to learn who you are because you're not in a little bubble of school of the school system you're not seeing these kids at lunch anymore or at you know in your class and you don't have to put on an outfit every day to impress someone you're just at home or going to work and through growing up through 20s especially what i'm learning um just starting i literally just turned 22 (laughs) so i will keep learning but learning who you are figuring out who you are is a superpower but it is also one of the hardest questions to answer yeah i'd still i mean i figure i am still figuring out who i am we both are but like i will say one block i just overcame to like get closer to knowing myself was in the past six months in when i was living in naples just a few months ago i looked myself in the mirror and i didn't even recognize who i was like of course i did but i didn't know who katie was like what i actually enjoyed and what it wanted to do to be i couldn't tell if i was going to the gym because i actually enjoyed it or if because or for the fact that like it made my butt look big and i got like muscle like all these things i was doing my day-to-day i couldn't tell if i katie actually wanted to do it or if like it was coming from a place yes validate seeking validation externally yeah so that's another thing is um really just figuring out who you are which again this is like such a journey and it doesn't happen overnight at all and i think we're always going to be figuring that out till the day we die evolving beings yeah we're ever changing you got to be okay with change which i'm not but we're learning (laughs) (laughs) yeah and essentially i think like two big things if anyone were to like take away is like love and embracing change those two things if you were to do hand in hand like loving yourself every day or making the conscious effort to wake up every day and figure out how to love yourself more and other people more while at the same time embracing change and getting outside your comfort zone with 
one thing a day. It can be something so small, like taking a different route to like the grocery store. Um, Literally. Those two things, it's like, it sounds weird, but truly love is first of all who we are at our core and it's such a powerful vibration and it's only going to impact your life in a positive way. And then two, with change and with embracing change, like you're literally rewiring your mind and your neural pathways in your mind to basically heal itself because like we said the mind hates that and so when you break through that zone you're like breaking barriers in your mind so literally at a neurological level yeah Yeah. so it's like the benefits are endless (laughs) we're very cool human beings this human experience is is endless and ever-changing but thank you for answering all that of course um through i think through this conversation i just want to keep going and going and going going but you're going to be on here so many times i mean you're the closest person to me and will always probably be oh i love you love you (laughs) trying to seem clean oh god (laughs) but i'm going to close out this episode um i hope you all could take away a little bit from this um this these topics are just things me and katie talk about constantly Mm -hmm. um, on a consistent basis so i'm glad we got to share one of our conversations and we can go much deeper yeah we will for sure but we got um we don't drink alcohol we just drink knowledge we just drink knowledge spirituality yeah (laughs) that's what we indulge in (laughs) so thank you so much for listening and tuning in um hopefully there will be many more visual podcast episodes where you can actually watch us talking um if you're just listening thank you again the visual should be out on youtube and spotify i'm pretty sure it um provides that for for podcasts but yes thank you again and um hope you learned something talk to you again soon go check out the feeling kitty podcast oh yeah god look at me (laughs) selfish the laugh is so scary (laughs) dude i'm so sorry Katie no, has a fine. beautiful I'm podcast. I'm just trying to plug myself out here, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. She's not going to do it. No, apparently not. I'm not going to do it. But Katie started a podcast a couple weeks before I did. Um, she, like I said, is the action stepper taker. So she she pulled the plug, um, and she has some amazing guests on there. Um, please go take a look and listen to her conversations her most recent one with Ella Ringrose is uh, an idol of hers, but also an idol of mine. She is has so much wisdom about uh, just the new earth, if you know what that is, and stepping into it and raising your vibration and healing and all that. It's it's packed with information. So go check out the Feeling Katie podcast on Spotify and soon to be Apple Podcasts. And she has visuals there, so you can even um, watch her conversations, which are really cool. So... Yes, we both are growing and we are both super excited to continue just this journey. This is only my, this is now fifth, my number five. Number five. Oh my God. We've been seeing fives everywhere this weekend or week, whatever. Whatever. Time is irrelevant. I don't even know what time it is. We got to catch the sunset, so I'm going to close this out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again for tuning in. Love you all. Love you so much. Love you, Queen. Love you. Thank you for being here. Talk again soon. Bye.